When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. This week, we're talking Heal the Divide. We got it started Monday with polarity. Tuesday, we took a closer look at misinformation. Wednesday, we carefully considered critical thinking. Yesterday, we learned to call them in. And finally, today, when it comes to healing the divide, we're talking better conversations. Celeste Headley is an award-winning journalist and best-selling author of We Need to Talk, How to Have Conversations That Matter. In her collaboration with Ted, Headley commiserates over the reality that we live in a world where every conversation has the potential to develop into an argument, where our politicians can't speak to one another, and where even the most trivial of issues have someone fighting both passionately for it and against it. She asserts, It's not normal. In fact, Pew Research did a study of 10,000 American adults and found that at this moment, we're more polarized, more divided than we have ever been in history. We're less likely to compromise. We make decisions about where to live, who to marry, and even who our friends are going to be based on what we already believe. It means we're not listening to each other. And a meaningful conversation requires a balance between talking and listening. We've all heard the advice on how to have better conversations. Look the person in the eye, think of interesting topics to discuss in advance, nod and smile to show that you're paying attention, repeat back what you just heard or summarize it. Headley argues there's no reason to learn how to show you're paying attention if you are, in fact, actually paying attention. Headley's first suggestion, don't multitask. It's not just setting down our cell phone or tablet or car keys. It means to be present, be in that moment. We're not thinking about the argument we had with our boss or what we're going to have for dinner. If we wanna get out of the conversation, we get out of the conversation, but we shouldn't be half in and half out. Number two, don't pontificate. If we wanna state our opinion without any opportunity for response or argument or pushback or growth, we can write a blog. Headley uses the opportunity to touch on how boring politicians have become. If they're conservative, they're going to hate Obama and food stamps and abortion and liberals. If they're liberal, they're going to hate Trump and global warming and anti-vaxxers and conservatives. Totally predictable. And no one wants to be predictable. The solution is entering into every conversation, assuming that we have something to learn. Number three, use open-ended questions. We start our question with who, what, when, where, why, or how. If we ask a complicated question, we're going to get a simple answer. For example, if we ask, were you terrified? We're most likely going to get a response like, yes, I was, or no, I wasn't. We're feeding them the details of how they felt rather than asking them. Instead, we can try asking them things like, what was that like? How did that feel? 
Number four, go with the flow. That means thoughts will come into our mind and we need to let them go out of our mind. We've all seen interviews where the guest is talking for several minutes and then the host comes back in and asks a question which seems like it comes out of nowhere or it's already been answered. That means the host probably stopped listening two minutes ago because he thought of this really clever question and he was just bound and determined to ask it. Stories and ideas are going to come to us. We need to let them come and then let them go. And next, if we don't know, we say we don't know. Err on the side of caution. Talk should not be cheap. Number six, we don't equate our experience with theirs. If they're talking about having lost a family member, we don't immediately start talking about the time we lost a family member. If they're talking about the trouble they're having at work, we don't immediately tell them about how much we hate our job. It's not the same. It's never the same. All experiences are individual. It's one thing to relate. It's another thing to commandeer. Number seven, we try not to repeat ourselves. It's condescending and it's really boring. And we tend to do it a lot, especially in work conversations or in conversations with our kids. We have a point to make, so we just keep rephrasing it over and over again. Avoid that. Number eight, we stay out of the weeds. Frankly, people don't care about the years, the names, the dates, all those details we're struggling to come up with in our minds. They don't care. What they care about is us. They care about what we're like, what we have in common. So we can forget the details, leave them out. Number nine, listen. Headley shares, I cannot tell you how many really important people have said that listening is perhaps the most, the number one most important skill that we can develop. Buddha said, if your mouth is open, you're not learning. And Calvin Coolidge said, no man ever listened his way out of a job. But why don't we listen to each other? We'd rather talk. When we're talking, we're in control. We don't have to hear anything we're not interested in. We're the center of attention. We can bolster our own identity. But there's another reason. We get distracted. The average person talks about 225 words per minute but we can listen at up to 500 words per minute. So our minds are filling in those other 275 words. It takes effort and energy to actually pay attention to someone. But if we can't do that, we're not in a conversation. We're just two people shouting out barely related sentences in the same space. We have to listen to one another. Stephen Covey said it beautifully. He said, most of us don't listen with the intent to understand. We listen with the intent to reply. Headley's final rule, number 10, be brief. All of this boils down to the same basic concept, and it is this one. Be interested in other people. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. See you again Monday. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.